Hello everyone and welcome to our first episode of a focused game. So this is a new sort of format that we're introducing for you guys. So we uh, hunker down and really focus on one game. We'll be playing this uh, all together. We might have some special guests come in, play the games with us as well. And we're doing this to offer a better insight, especially in bigger and meatier games that, in our opinion, are worth exploring in great depth. In these sort of episodes, we won't be doing as much waffle, no news, no emails. It's just going to be the game, hence the name, Focus Episode. Today, I'm joined again uh, by the, the crew. Hello, Diego. Hello, everyone. And hello, Wido. Hello. Okay, we said no waffles, so we'll keep this to a minimum, but I do really want to know what you've been doing anyways. Well, um, for a future episode, uh, I'm, I'm, I went really deep into shmups, so uh, I, I, I'm just researching a lot of shmups uh, lately, and I'm actually not playing them, <laughs> but I'm just watching a lot of YouTubers talk about them and, uh, and say what's the best shmup and uh, what to play and what's the best beginner shmup, stuff like that. And I just wanted to know more about it because, uh, yeah, it looks like something I could get more into. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Are you enjoying the, the idea of the genre or? Yeah, the you... idea of the genre, <laughs> especially. <laughs> I don't right. know if actually playing it, uh, especially those bullet hells are crazy. So <laughs> I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's, uh, that's a good idea. But uh, at least uh, I've got some ideas what to play uh, in the future. That's cool. That's cool. Diego, what have you been doing? Uh, same here, actually. Re researching a few more games that... Uh, don't want to mention yet, but for future episodes, let's say seasonal games for the next season coming up after Halloween. Oh, and uh, yeah, let's see what I can bring in the near future. Lovely. Uh, I've been not doing much at all myself, so not much to date anyone on, uh, at least uh, anything interesting. Um, game wise, yeah, I've been looking at something for the next season as well. But uh, again, uh, not too much up to now. I've been really focused on trying to get um, this episode up and running, sort of. Um, I had some technical difficulties, but I'll explain a bit more later. Okay, so the game that we're going to talk about today is called Good Boy Galaxy, and it's made by um, a fellow named Rick. Uh, at least I know him as Rick. And uh, it's a game for the Game Boy Advance this game is not yet released, but it's going to release in winter 23. And you can see uh, all the information relative to this game on the website, uh, goodboygalaxy.com, if I recall correctly. But do correct me if I'm wrong. And the game is currently in pre-order. It's nearly finished. We have received a review copy to play. And it's, in my opinion, very polished. So it, I think they're very near the end uh, of the game. It feels pretty finished, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We did encounter some bugs that have been ironed out since. But yeah, mostly it's really a very smooth experience. Um, you could, you'll be able to buy this if you, don't, if you haven't already backed the Kickstarter. That uh, Weedle will give us a little bit more information on it in a few seconds. But if you haven't backed that up, then you can buy it on firstpressgames.com. And there are different editions and different... Um, versions of it some of the uh, european versions uh, north american 
versions, Japanese version, and then there's all the collector's edition and the limited edition. There's some uh, original soundtrack as well. It's yeah, they thought about all the possible packages, and yeah, looks really good. It's also uh, they also are going to release it on Steam and Switch. Oh, uh, yes, yes, and those versions would be slightly different. I uh, understand there's uh, some um, different content in GBA and the Switch version. So, uh, but we don't know what that is. But uh, that would could be interesting to check out as well. Um, yeah. yeah, this game Great. started off as a Kickstarter in, I think, 2021. And um, they asked for 80,000 pounds as a goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, when they started this Kickstarter, I thought, oh, this looks fun. Uh, let's try the demo. And the demo is actually a prequel to the, the game we're uh, discussing now. So it's quite nice to check that out as well. And uh, after playing the demo, I was like smitten with the game already. And I was not the only one because they ended up getting 200,000, over 200,000 pounds uh, for this project. I like that you use pounds as well, but your euros. Uh, because the Kickstarter uses pounds. So. But he's from the Netherlands, is he not? Uh, he's not from the Netherlands, but he lives in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> oh right that's it wasn't it yes you're right i, I once contacted him uh, contacted him and made like a really long text in the dutch to him and he said uh <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> can't speak dutch so uh sorry can you uh translate that for me <laughs> so right uh, i thought it was the other way around that he was um from um the netherlands but he lived he lived in england i don't know why i got it the, the wrong way around and i was always like oh his english is so good his english is so good oh, no wonder <laughs> it's the other way around yeah i don't know where he's uh, originated from but um yeah because they, they got so much uh money for the kickstarter the project also got a lot larger they there's a lot of stretch goals uh and they they uh they got so um yeah uh big game yeah so before we start this bit of a background that i'm i've got here uh, about the the dev so apparently he's doing it together with a guy named jeremy uh so and rick it was a graphic designer for most of his career um, I think he did some front-end dev as well, and then he started to do some freelance game stuff. And then I think recently he worked in a mobile game studio, which gave him a bit of a, you know, more grounding, I'm guessing, uh, on how to make a game properly. I don't know. Some, uh, it seems like it, it, that helped him. And he was heading the art department there. And then he was doing the UI and UX, which... Remind me afterwards because I've got some stuff to say about that because you can definitely see that in the game. And then for a good year or so, he was making lots of game prototypes uh, in Unity. So, um, and that all by himself. So that's a bit of his background. And then I think he had a um, bit of a bad experience with the App Store, I think, uh, and, and they changed the algorithms and... So he couldn't make a cool thing, get it featured. And instead it was, uh, I think, driven by downloads. And uh, so all the, all the games that say that were, that had ads and were spammed by people, then suddenly got the, the spotlight, let's say. And, and let's say the, the, the good products basically went, went down. 
Okay, so anyways, this was an experience that he had and he, and he pointed it out to me. Uh, so he has some background in art and you can definitely tell that in the game. And, and this all spawned because I asked him a question. He had any, you know, game design experience in the past. And obviously, yes, he had. And we'll talk about that in a, in a little while. So that's a little bit of a background introduction to who this uh, Rick is and his friend Jeremy, apparently. And together they built this game to, um, with the aid of some freelancers, apparently, if I've got that correctly. I hope I did. And um, yeah, I think we should kick off with what type of game is it? Well, this game uh, is, uh, again, one of my favorite types of games. <laughs> uh, well... It's a bit a bit different. I, I thought this is an, uh, a gated exploration game or a Metroidvania I really like. But, but it's, it's, is it's, it not? I think so. It is, but it also isn't. It is so, sort of extra twists in, in this game. Because I also think it's a puzzle platformer. Uh, yeah. Combined yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so it's quite different when you think Castlevania or Metroid. That this is not it. The only thing it, it shares with that genre is the open map where you can explore and you need some uh, abilities to progress. And, uh, and those abilities you use to solve more puzzles in, in, the, in the map to find more stuff. So uh, th that's, that's quite similar, but it's not really combat heavy or something. There is combat, but uh, it's not the focus. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I understand that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so it's a gated exploration, you think, with some twists and together with a pla puzzle platformer. Is that right? I think that's the best way to describe it. Maybe even an adventure game somewhere. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think, I, yeah, that's also true. I think you're right. What do you think, Diego? Uh, well, I think uh, Widow is the master expert of gated exploration, so I will trust <laughs> his judgment. <laughs> and... Uh, and you're also the main sponsor of this game in the crew, let's say so, <laughs> because you were the one who suggested it in the first place. And uh, But yeah, uh, from what I've heard, um, I don't have that much experience at playing gated exploration games, but this has so many levels of, uh, of gameism, so to speak, that uh, it, it also seems to me like it, it expanded quite a lot on the basic premise of, for example, Castlevania and Metroid games. Sorry, let's put it this way. This is not a, like a, a racing or driving game. We are sure of that, but it <laughs> uh, has a lot of different genres in it, apparently. I don't know. It just seems you that You can way. find lots of, lots of uh, levels of playing, uh, lots of different ways of having fun in this game, different places or moments. Mm. You can even so, say that there's maybe some racing in there. <laughs> Gosh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah, it, it has elements. It's uh, yeah, it's an ensemble sort of uh, sort of game. Uh, so you know, guys, I, I'm a sucker for a story, and um, there seems to be a story here. It's not told from the beginning, so it's not the, the in say in the beginning they don't say, oh, this is happening, and you have to do this, and then that's your end of the end, end game sort of thing. Something does happen at the beginning, but you don't know what's going on and who the protagonist is. And let's say he finds himself in a ship, his spaceship, and he's going around uh, with his buddy. Uh, and then all of a sudden we've got a giant spaceship that, that enters the, um, 
the scene from probably uh, you know a wormhole or something and then starts attacking them and they crumble and they land on a planet crash land on a planet and there the adventure sort of starts and as you move on then you find out more of the story slowly um that's what i'm understanding at least but uh, the main thing is i guess uh the main protagonist maxwell the dog um he wants to get back home that's uh, i think yeah. the, the main goal but uh, there's uh, a lot of stuff happening in between of course yeah, yeah. So we didn't mention that the you know the main protagonist is a dog, and yeah, his name is Maxo, and he I think he's going around with his buddy Crop Cropwell. I think I I did write this down, but I forgot. I think it's Cropwell. Um. So, but I I think he that that buddy is a digital assistant. I'm not sure because um when you start the the adventure, he's talking to you, and then you crash, but you I don't hear from him anymore during the game. So I don't know. What's what you know? What's happened to him? Well, well, we have to we have to say we haven't finished the game. Yeah, that's true. It's quite complex, and it's gonna take some time to finish. So we don't know the whole thing. Mm. No, uh, I I spent uh, I think around ten hours now in this game, and my percentage counter says fifty percent. So uh, there's a lot to explore, and for this. Uh, episode we only speak about maybe 30 percent of the game probably yeah and we'll put maybe some spoilers at the end so you you can be spoiler free if you want but we'll tell there about is, there is a lot to discover in fact it's a constant uh, wave of discoveries in my opinion so we have to try hard not to give too many spoilers but um, <laughs> we <can> try that <laughs> while also maybe hinting at uh, how this can really keep your attention in the game and the will to continue always alive all the time mm. yes that's totally true yeah okay so yeah you control a dog maxwell and it's very simple uh, you know button scheme so you've got uh, movement as usual then you've got your a and b button uh, that jumps and shoots and then you can use uh, the shoulder buttons to move through the management screen that you can access by pressing start. And then you can use also the shoulder buttons. I found out this later on. So you can keep your character um, still while you're shooting. So you don't have to, you don't move. So for example, oh, really? you have to shoot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just learned that. <laughs> okay. You didn't notice? No. I, you can I... peek a little bit further. Oh. In every that, direction, if you hold the uh, left button. Yeah. Yeah, Not yeah. that far away, but yeah, it's useful to take a look at what's above, be- below, or a little further away. The interesting yeah. thing is, you said it's jump, but actually you have a sort of little jetpack or something on your back. Yeah, but you can also jump, but yeah, you're right, he's got uh, a jetpack. If you use it, and, and that button used the sort of the jetpack, so if you are in mid-air and press jump then you jump in the air or you you use your jetpack and give yourself yourself a little boost so that's quite different from like your normal platformer game yes already it's different yeah yeah you're right uh i think it's it's good to mention because i i hardly ever use it but i you can shoot in eight directions yeah so you can shoot in all the eight directions diagonal diagonals as well mm-hmm. and um and yeah and the, the say 
the controls for what I'm concerned at least are pretty tight they work really well the shoot the shooting as well is I mean really responsive I can't see any any delays you know so people say the the control the gameplay is is king <laughs> we quoted this but there you go uh, so I think it's built the controls are built, are built really well in you know the implementation does some I, I would say that um, just to take some pressure off me perhaps uh, first of all it's not a pixel perfect type of uh, platformer mm-hmm. but there are some cases where yeah. you have to be careful and um, for instance what you mentioned Guido about the possibility instead of jumping from a platform you can a little bit fall from the platform and then jump immediately after you start falling because you're not jumping you are really activating your jetpack uh, that is something that the game suggests you to do very early on, mm. to try almost at the beginning. It tells you, try that. So you can reach a little further, even if the platform looks a bit too far away. And I found some places in the game where um, it's very difficult to reach unless you do the right jump. But there are there, there have been very few so far. Mostly it's a kind of relaxing. But the shooting is um, a bit weird to get used to because you can shoot eight directions but you can stand and shoot up or down if you want but if you want to shoot diagonally you can't stand and shoot right at least Hence i did the, manage the shoulder button yeah you kind of have to move a bit or at least i can't stand and shoot so it's a bit difficult and uh, it also doesn't look like exactly 45 degrees, a little less. So at least I noticed that uh, I had problems aiming at the beginning because of that. But you don't really need that, that much, the diagonal shooting. Or at least I didn't. I but... have used it uh, quite a bit like... Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well... Well, we can talk more about the combat, but as you said, it's not actually the focus of the game. You have to shoot, but it's um, it's not a combat game. It's not a combat kind of platform. There are enemies, but we can talk about that late, later about that. So maybe I have overused this diagonal shooting when it wasn't really needed. But yeah, it's good. And let's say later on, you acquire more equipment, uh, just stay as generic as possible. And then the way that is also implemented in the control system is really good and quite intuitive, personally, I think. So, um, yes, it's very simple um, and very effective. Now, I think you start off um, with uh, the adventure. You start off the adventure, you crash land into this sort of observatory where you meet some first NPCs, which there is a very abundant number of. So you, you get to know lots and lots of NPCs and you crash into their observatory and then your first mission starts where you have to actually um, go and repair your ship. So they, they say to you, I'll come here, we'll find some spare parts. Let's find the spare parts for your ship so then you can go off again. So the fir- this is your first mission and it's sort of a tutorial. It's brilliantly designed. Um, so as soon as you start adventuring inside the platform areas then uh, you get a hint of what you have to do and all this displays so every time an npc talks you have a little box with his 
face there and he'll write some text of what he's saying and then you press A and you go to the next option and to the next dialogue line until it's exhausted. Yeah. Those faces in the dialogue boxes are really nicely animated as well. I love yeah. those. Yeah, I've got that Yeah, as well, yeah, to talk about as well. They, those are really brilliant. I mean, we can talk about that now as well. It's um, So the art style of this, imagine it's very cartoony, uh, not anime, I'd guess, but it reminds me a bit of Rick and Morty sort of style, but might be wrong. Yeah. That's that's my opinion. So that it's got that sort of cartoonish look. Uh, it's absolutely gobsmackingly well done. It's really vibrant colors <laughs> as well. Really colorful. Really colorful and uh, incredible attention to detail, especially in sort of things like this. So based on their mood as well. So you'll get a little when they talk as well. So if they're happy, you'll get one sort of animated face talking. And if they're not happy or they're crying, they're actually crying in the, <laughs> in the little portrait as well. So there's a lot of attention to detail. And you can tell this, especially in the beginning when you actually go through the tutorial and the, the sort of talking brain will tell you, oh, you have to jump here by doing this, let yourself fall and then jump. So obviously with my potato reflexes, I didn't get it right for three times. <laughs> so it's, it's a little bit hard to get used to, in, but it's good that it's like the first thing you learn in this game. Yes, because yeah. This, because you really need it and it's different than you used to so yes yes uh, and they teach you that that's the the brilliant thing that i've noticed throughout the game as well that they they teach you so you're like oh, okay i've got to do this uh, jump and i'm like yeah do the jump and then fail and then do it again fail and then at a certain point you see the the guy turns out maybe we need to try and press when you're here and he gives you a little circle like really like taking you hand by you know hand in hand and i thought that was brilliant brilliant like i thought oh my god that's so cool that he actually counts the time I fail. And then after the third time or fourth time, he just sticks like an indication. You have to actually do it here. So yes. Um, yeah. So you basically go through the level and try and find your, um, your parts for the ship that you need. And yes, I don't know. Maybe one of you can go on from here. Um, well, I could maybe mention the basic mechanics of of this game that are available from the beginning but as we said that a lot of things are going to change as you progress you're going to discover new mechanics new abilities but uh, well you you essentially start from one location but soon you'll discover a star map right mm -hmm. it's quite soon in the game it's not really a spoiler just to say that levels are presented as planets to explore and uh, Let's say typically a regular planet would have quite a large map to explore. Uh, you can take a look at the mini maps sometimes to figure out where you are, but uh, places you haven't visited yet will be blurred out and look like television static or something like that. So they're hidden from you. And uh, in the typical level that you have to explore, you'll encounter three sorts of gates which yeah. usually hamper you in a fundamental way because your main character, Maxwell, has essentially a gun to shoot with. He has a jetpack to jump and he also has a shield that protects him from one hit. So it would, it would always take two hits to lose a life. And by the way, there aren't really lives in this game. 
if you die, you just start over from the checkpoint, beginning of a level or latest uh, saving point, something like that. But uh, in every regular level, there are areas beyond one gate that will take away from you one of these three basic mechanics. So if you move past the gate that takes the gun away from you, then you cannot shoot until you find the gun again. And if, if you walk past the gate that takes the jetpack away, then you can still jump, but only a very little bit, not high. But you still have the gun and... Uh, and you still have the, the gun and the shield. And the third gate, of course, takes away the shield, so you can jump, you can shoot as much as you want, but you don't have that extra protection and one hit will kill you. Yeah, and that, that extra protection also helps to go over spiky objects, for example. So yeah. in that way, that will hinder you. Yeah, so yeah, I think each one of these thing uh, elements will grant you access to one area, let's say. But I'll just be, I'm not going to interrupt you too long, uh, Diego, but I want to just to say Maxwell discovers this in the first level that which I was talking about not long ago. And even for this specific instance, when he discovers it, we have a little portrait when he sees that they take his backpack away when he passes this gate and he gets really angry about it. And it's really, really funny and well, well drawn. Um, so really kudos for the detail there. Sorry, Diego, you can continue. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I, I think that because this is, let's say, a gated exploration game expanded, I, I wanted to ask Wido to give his own description of the levels and also how they met him, his expectations for gated exploration in general. Well, level. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting that you get into like a sort of gated exploration level, but every time with different abilities so um, you have you can explore different parts of that world because those gates are one way so you can go through that gate and then that's you, right Good you don't point. have the ability and then you have to continue on and search and, and there's only one path forward so, sort of and you have to continue on and until you find your ability again but then you're most of the time again at the gates so you're Every back to where you came from. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, you're back at your ship, so you're, uh, where the gate started, and you can choose another gate. So it's interesting that you explore each level three times, and you find different parts of the level because of your abilities. And you, you have really have to be creative sometimes, especially if you don't have a gun, for example. You really have to be creative with your enemies because you sometimes can stand on enemies and use them uh, as yes. a as a stepping stone to a, a higher play yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. to a higher play stuff like that so um, yeah that's, that's so different than I'm used to uh, with normal normally with these games normally you can just explore willy nilly but now you see you, you come at a place and you say oh I don't have a shield and then you see spikes for example and you think oh I have to go get back here with the shield and, maybe, and one of the other abilities and then I can get past these spikes. Uh, so you really have you really learn that map, but it's quite strange these maps. Uh, in the, in the, at first I didn't notice, but because you're on a planet, these maps oh, yeah. 
these maps wrap around. So if you walk to the right all the time, then you get back at the place you were. And also that also is for uh, the top. So if you go up and the, you get out of the bottom or... Yeah, uh, was very so disorienting at first. It's super, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if you want to read the map and if you and you don't know that, it's really like, wow, this is a really big planet. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it it isn't that big, but it's quite complicated, which is also fun. I never seen that in a horror game. It's it, it's it's hard to get used to, but uh, if you get used to it, then uh, <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's just say as well how so you've got a mini map in this game, and this mini map is accessed as we were saying before, where you I, I call it where you the management screen. In this management screen, you press start and you get the mini map. You get a ton of other stuff. It's, it's absolutely a sort of an OS. It's like booting yes. into Windows. Have you <laughs> have you seen that if you press select, you can change the desktop background? The background, and, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. And there's even one which looks like the classic uh, Windows XP uh, <laughs> uh, landscape. Uh, background which is really yeah. fun with a little hill yeah it's it's really jam-packed with stuff as well so there's uh, really a ton of stuff we'll get to that in a little while but yeah here you can see the mini map and navigate the mini map and you see all the little things on the mini map um that you can interact with and you know how to reach them and as we was saying the map wraps around the mini map also wraps around so you keep you can keep scrolling the mini map obviously it gives you an indication where you are so you kind of you can recenter every time but it's um really cool I just wanted to add in also another small thing that I've discovered, um, sort of the hard way. Like when you're, so I identify these sort of different areas in like loops. So I do one loop that I can only go through with, for example, the shield and another loop that I can go through only with a gun uh, and another one um, just with a jetpack, for example. So Sometimes I think I have exhausted all my options just because maybe I, there is a jump that I thought I couldn't do. It's one of the jumps that Diego was discussing before. It was a jump that I thought I couldn't do, but then I try and retry, and yes, I can do it, and then I access a, a different area completely. Like, a, not a different area, but let's say another subsection of that area that I was in that I, I thought I couldn't reach, and that unlocks more stuff. So yeah, I just wanted to add that as well because um, I found myself in that situation uh, a couple of times. Yeah, and that's why I said it's more like a puzzle platformer because you really have to use objects and also uh, enemies to get to higher places and to places you haven't explored in this uh, in these maps uh, already. Sometimes you think, oh, I need a different ability like double jump or something, yeah, uh, or wall jump I, yeah. or whatever to get there, but most of the time you just can get there uh, with some creativity, uh, which is quite interesting. Uh, I, I haven't man I haven't seen any double jump or wall jump, so that's um, maybe it's uh, yeah. something for the future, but I, I don't know. Me neither, but uh, at some point the game gave me the feeling that almost everything that we could do, we will be able to do eventually. <laughs> Yes, uh, because uh, at the beginning, as you said, it's very straightforward. You just follow the path, and um, it seems like uh, there is only one path. But then, when you start getting some new abilities that open up a new path from the same location, and then you get another ability that opens up a different 
path in the same location so you're going to have to revisit the planets many many times in these mm. games because there's always always you think you've done all of it and then no that's not true well you probably notice by that map that there are areas you haven't visited yet but in addition to that there there's lots of things that become available only later on when you can actually do them so i got to the a point in the game where I think almost everything that I have thought maybe one day I'll be able to do it now I think <laughs> I will probably be able to do it <laughs> if I play long enough and find the right ability yeah, yeah. and and uh, the good thing is um, because there's uh, when you unlock uh, the, the, the next planets there's multiple planets to explore and uh, they all have these kind of uh, gates so they all have the same structure um, but and and then you think, oh, this will get really confusing to where to go next. Uh, I had to, in the, in the, in the, at the start, I had like, wow, well, uh, how do I get around this? Because there's so much to explore. But uh, they really had a really nice indication in in the management screen. You have a really nice to do list of what what to do next, and also um, there's an explanation point at every gate. Whereas there is something new to explore, so uh, that's quite easy. If you see the the, the 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 sign, then you think, oh, then we, I have to explore this part of the the map more. Which that's very useful. But how did you find out? Because I remember you told me this. I didn't find out, and I was wondering if it's because well, uh, we don't have any manual for this game. Not yet. No. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I just saw. I just saw yeah. the, the the explanation points and I thought, oh, that's that's yeah. uh, that's probably where to go. And uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't Low, notice that. But was was the the solution to everything? So <laughs> I didn't notice that, but that's a that's a very useful clue that you get on the star map. So these three little triangles that represent the three gates, that I think at the beginning they are all off, right? So yeah. after you have visited and completed the path beyond one gate. Then they light up, but then also later on you get an exclamation mark on those that might now you might want to revisit now. So it's mm. a good good suggestions if you get a little stuck in the game, don't know what to do next. It's a very and, good, good and clue. never let me down. I uh, until now, I, as I said, I already have ten hours in this game, and it keeps on working. So uh, it's really useful. I call them the stoves because they remind me of a, of a, a stove. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a yeah. As sauna you said, stove. The, uh, yes, well, more traditionally like a comic stove for me, like you know the the round ones they had yeah. in the cartoons. Yeah, um, you were saying that when um, when you start off they're empty, uh, but I when you jump over them the first time they fill in with the ability that they take away. I don't know if you noticed that as well. So they've got a circle. And yeah, then that's they've the got yeah, and then you've got the um, lightning bolt. I don't remember what the last one was, but uh, yeah, the, the, you can tell what what it's going to take away from you as well. By the way, can we say another tip with those gems that you find around? Yeah, what are the gems for? Because I know, no, I know. Actually, I know because I've, yeah. I've literally the, just, lev uh, the levels are full of uh, little gems. Yeah, that I think okay. that we can consider them mainly as a scoring system, but. They also have some usage later on. Mm. Uh, yeah. Some missions. 
meaning I, I would say collect as many as you can. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because but uh, you'll need them. <laughs> yeah. But I was also going to say that uh, maybe to some people this would come naturally, but this was also your suggestion to me. To me, it didn't come naturally. That in some levels, following the gems is a clue also yes. to the path yes. you're going to take because there are locations where you could go in many different directions. And uh, it looks like the gems are a hint sometimes because they are not always in the same place. So if you revisit the planet again, same location beyond the same stove, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> and you see the gems are in a different direction, maybe that's another clue where to go. Yeah, not because sure, but... You can see where where you haven't visited it yet, yet. But I think the, the gems are um, like on the path least resistance. So mm, like uh, breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they were really, really nice breadcrumbs. Uh, sometimes, sorry. Sometimes the game is very vocal about where you have to go, and it pans and it shows you as well. So, for example, there is one to to hook on to what you're saying about the gems. There's a certain scene very at the beginning where where I think there's a line of dialogue and then you can see the screen pans and the gems appear like one, two, three, one, two, three, and it shows you where to go really, like really explicitly, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I think that that's nice. But even with all these hints and tips, I I got a lot of repeats of sections of the map and also wandering around a lot to find the exit uh, again, which which is was quite annoying to be honest. Sometimes uh, yes. it get like repeating uh, some sections. I I also had like because th there's th those sections are like a, in a loop. You always get blocked off with the the, the gates or the stoves. You like to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you have to continue on and until you find your ability again. But sometimes it's not super clear where to go to find that ability again. So sometimes you keep wandering around and you can't find your way back to the beginning of the level again, which is... And, and sometimes also I found the way back until the beginning of the level again, but then you're also over a point that you can't get back. And sometimes you didn't pick oh, up the yeah. item you needed. So you have yeah, to do yeah. the whole section do again. Oregon, so that's yeah. uh, wow. That got be pretty tedious sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shared sentiment. Yes, had the same problem. The the only good thing about it is that if you revisit the, those sections again and again, you almost always find something new again. Uh, so I think the gems respawn after a while, don't they? I think if you go out of the planet and go back to the planet, the gems are back. I I think that uh, yeah, in theory, the mini map should help you but it doesn't show everything it often doesn't show that some way is blocked no, right if you look at the mini map it might look like okay i'm gonna go there it looks there's enough room to go there and then when you get there it's it's not so it is a bit misleading sometimes and i, I had the same frustration of in some levels especially at the beginning until I got used to what to expect from the game, where I just were going in circles, trying to find the exit, or finding the exit, but then feeling that, well, I haven't really 
found what I what I'm supposed to find. So trying again and again and again and not finding it until some idea came to mind. Uh, yeah, I I would say that was a downside, if not the main downside of of the game that I found. But it kind of gets better as you get used to it. That's true, of... and also um, I think this is also the main problem because we had to play this game in a hurry. <laughs> we we had like a week to play this game. So, and I think we all didn't expect that this game was this large. Mm. So, the scope was enormous. Yeah, you're so, right. So, um, uh, yeah, if you're in a hurry, so to speak, <laughs> to, to get as far as possible in the game, then it gets maybe more annoying than when you just bought this game for like 50 pounds and... I think then it's fine to revisit sections a lot. I don't know for sure, but I think that's the, the yeah, it's quite different how we play something than maybe like someone who just bought this game for a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. I think you need to take your time with this game and not uh, be pressured into, oh, I have to finish it, I have to finish it by tomorrow. And then, yeah, then you can enjoy it more. There's so much to enjoy that it's um, quite mind boggling. To be honest, yeah, that's my <laughs> my opinion for that. Yeah, this, uh, take your time and enjoy it. So, yeah, um, I wanted to just point out, like, you know, levels are, I think, obsessively designed because with so many different options um, and different ways to approach the, these sort of loops, they've done an absolutely incredible work on how they're all fine-tuned and they've got all the gaps and nooks and crannies there's chests hidden there's so much stuff it's insane i don't know how much time they spent on crying on crafting the levels uh they obviously they're not procedurally generated let's just say they say that <laughs> in case anyone's wondering they're all absolutely painstakingly crafted with such precision that uh yeah i'm always baffled i'm baffled when i when i play that game uh, yeah but, and and you're always no and you nowhere get really stuck that's that's also yeah i thought maybe there are places where you can't progress and can't get back but i only noticed that twice and those were all both sort of bugs and they were like fixed the same hour if when i noticed it to the developer so yeah yeah, yeah. these are already fixed when you buy this game <laughs> i i think it's not just the design but also the testing must have taken ages because exactly of the risk of getting stuck somewhere when the levels are designed in such a way that you'll uh, finish them once and then twice and then again and again with the new mechanics that you will unlock so it's like every every level must have had many layers of design on top of each other yeah that must yeah, yeah, have yeah. been uh, taking a lot of testing to make sure that everything works and you do not get into a situation where you you can't progress and you can't go back yeah there's also um they say the level how the levels are structured as well there's so many things you can interact with uh, there's uh, fountains that's uh, that send you flying there's uh, lots of different enemies that you can interact with there's like NPCs that stand there and wait for you. They have challenges for you. They have um, hints on where you have to go. They they 
Oh my god, there's so much stuff. I cannot even. I don't know. I have to start to <laughs> to explain the amount of stuff that's contained. And those in the game. those NPCs have also a lot to say, and but not in an annoying way. Uh, and also, uh, they're quite funny. I I really like the writing. A lot of dog puns uh, in there, and uh, yeah, yeah, quite yeah. quite fun stuff. Uh, I I I really laughed uh, out loud sometimes <laughs> on stuff they put in here. And the faces they make when they tell when they say the things are funny as well, yeah. Yeah. So uh, and and those characters are all so creative designed as well. They're all so different. There's not just dogs. There's you're you're actually the only dog in the game, and the rest is all weird alien uh, creatures. No, there all... is there is another dog, isn't there? Is there? I think so. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, someone who has a shop. Is that a dog? Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I think, or maybe, maybe, wasn't that the wolf? I don't know. Well, anyway. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, is it really just one dog? Yeah. Anyways, there are lots of, lots of um, NPCs. And yeah, and level design again. Uh, even there are timed parts of the levels, which are really timed to perfection, sort of. And then all these weird challenges that... Um, I mean, it's hard not to go into spoilers. We will do some spoilers towards the end, but I think I can't say more right now. If, otherwise, I run into really a lot of, of things I shouldn't say. True. <laughs> so about these NPCs, uh, there is uh, also a, a very evident mechanic since the beginning that you are supposed to make friendships yeah. with a lot of them and you can keep track uh, about how many you have befriended and how many are left. So that is like one of the possible goals of the games, of the many mm. possible goals of the games. And uh, yeah, and and some uh, do they give you a fetch quest, for example? So they need something from you. For for example, some guy uh, needs a battery uh, for some to to revive himself because he's a dead robot or something like that, and. Uh, so you give him a battery and then automatically you revived him. So he'll be your friend and you get his friend card. And you can also can see all those friend cards from your menu screen, your management screen, which is really fun. Yeah, that yeah. is a very important part of the game to keep track of the quests, the objects you found, the friends and more. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, you get these friends cards and, and there is a level of completion. So there is some hint to achievements, I would say, as well, because when you go on the, what I call the management screen, <laughs> one of the, the, the mini-map, and then you navigate and you can go over to friends and, and you can see all the friends cards that you've got and you've got them from, and there's a level of completion on that as well. So there are achievements in, so, there's many, many more than this. I'm not, again, I'm trying, I'm not saying them, but... Uh, there's loads well, of there's a lot of collectibles. Yes. Uh, Which, yeah. Everywhere, but a lot of, a lot of optional stuff, uh, I think, uh, as well. So uh, it's more. Sometimes I think, oh, I'll leave this hard to reach object alone, and I'll see later. Maybe I can reach it easier with an, some kind of ability. So and most of the time, things are optional, and there's even, there's even optional bosses, and optional harder puzzle sections i found so uh, yeah yeah we'll get into that in, in just a second i wanted to add one other thing to, just because i think one of you two i don't remember who uh, mentioned that you can have a fetch quest was it you Guido? yes 
Yes. So don't be fooled into thinking that the side quests, so, so a lot of NPCs give you side quests, are not all fetch quests. Some of them are very creative and um, with other NPCs that maybe have nothing to do in, in, you know, in the game except give you a, a friend card. And they're quite interesting to do. I found myself really entertained by one specific one that I will spoil later when in the spoil section. But yeah, they're, they're very diverse and nicely thought. Yeah, it's, and, and those friend cards are also really fun to check out because they all have yes. like a, a quote or something or their, their life goal is on there. And <laughs> there's even a little QR code on every card. And they, have you tried that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can scan those. And um, What does it give you? It gives you a word or two words. And I, I suspect if you have all the friend cards and you uh-huh. put them in sequence, maybe there is a sentence or I don't know yet. Wow. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 uh, there's some kind of meta uh, game uh, in there. <laughs> maybe I don't know. But it's uh, it's I don't know for sure. But it's it's quite interesting. So uh, check that that out as well. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to go further down uh, this rabbit hole of the QR codes. It sounds really original as well. Like, uh, I've never seen anything do like uh, something like that in the game. Okay, so that brings us um, quite um, smoothly to the combat system. The combat system is, oh, it's hard again to go into it without any spoilers. However, you get certain weapons later on and other abilities, as has been already said. And you have to use those uh, new weapons and abilities, and you can, you know, always count them to to eliminate and extinguish your foes. But you can also uh, use those abilities to clear some paths. And there are some some of these abilities that in, in are given to you by some NPCs uh, because you've done something for them, and then they give you, for example, a weapon upgrade. That weapon upgrade can be used to clear a path or to, you know, uh, kill an enemy if you get him right. But I was just going to spend a moment to say uh, there are there is so much polish in this game, and one of these weapons, in fact, let's say just the shooting part of your normal weapon, is not as um, as normal as you think. It's not like you shoot, 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 shoot. The the gun actually has a reload time. So initially you have two shots, and then the gun needs a little bit of time to to cool off, right? Which you have to take into consideration that when you're actually playing, because if you've got two enemies on the same level as yourself and you want to kill them both, you have to sort of find the time to allow for that sort of uh, cool down to, to come in place and then be able to shoot again. So what, the, what he's done, I found it really, really interesting. If you're looking around and not paying attention, when the gun reloads, I don't know if you guys noticed, it, it, it does a little spark as well when it's ready. Yeah, so yeah, I thought that, that was brilliant, brilliant stuff. There's, yeah, there's yeah. so many, many little tiny animations, uh, and details like that. It's crazy. For example, when you die or something, there's a nice, really nice animation, all kind of really nice death Different, animation. B- based on the death. Also, yeah. if you stand on a creature... You see that he's all squashed and looking at you like really annoyed, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. funny. <laughs> it's it's uh, all those details are quite yes, crazy. yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you can you can stand to you know to reach certain places that might be inaccessible. You can use the enemies, and I'm not saying inaccessible in a 
technical way, like you have to jump and you can't ride, you can't ju- you can't reach that place. But maybe there's a section that you wouldn't be able to do with anything. But then, oh, hang on a minute, this enemy coming over here. I can just ride him to where I need to go, mm, and you yeah. can do that. And also, another brilliant thing of the level design is that all the leaves, you know, as a, as a as a platformer, it has all the mechanics as levers and and platforms that move and you can activate them by pushing buttons or shooting let's say shooting the the relative levers for these platforms to move and if any enemy is in the middle of there they get squashed which i found <laughs> yeah. amazing that you could do that as well that's so cool or so if you're all, of, or yeah. if you are standing on one of those platforms and it shoots up you get launched into the air stuff like that it's also really fun yeah yeah to get to higher places it's yeah it really feels really good as well so you can, yeah you can use all this stuff to your advantage as well can't you like there's a level where there's some destroying beams and you can actually have the um uh, the enemies come towards you and then they fall in you know in under this destroying ray or they can fall into the the poison pits i don't know the green pits there's some green pits and some levels and it's amazing that you can also use other techniques to kill your enemies it's really really incredible absolutely yeah it's so so yeah i when i'm playing this i i, I feel like they thought of everything <laughs> i don't know why it's yeah well and actually i'm going to say this in front i i i was playing this game and sometimes i really had to zoom out and i was like whoa, I'm actually playing this on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> yes. I, I was just like, it felt like just playing a modern indie game on Switch or something. But sometimes yeah, I yeah. had like, I have actually a Game Boy Advance in my hand. What the, what the heck? How, how can this it's, be? Yeah, technically incredible. Technically supreme. I don't know. I, uh, it, well, it's same for me. So I was playing it and I was just completely drawn in. And then kind of realized, hang on a minute, this is a Game Boy Advance game, you know? And it's like, oh, blown away blown and, away and especially if you uh, there's also animated sequences in uh in the in this game so sometimes you trigger some sequence for example in the very first level there's uh, uh you walk into a room and then some kind of animation starts like it's just like a, a cartoon a cartoon yeah yeah and and then you see the three enemies jump away and uh, they explode the wall or something and then uh you get back into the game really seamlessly and you see that that actually happened in the level as well. So it's like it's really seamless and you think, whoa, this is so nice to have these little animations sprinkled in. And every time when there's one of those animations, I'll, I, I smile and it's like a reward of continue playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. There are not totally super agree. many of them, but if they, they show up, it's really fun. There's enough of them for the storytelling part, at least. It's absolutely wonderful. Like, I, I was getting, I thought to myself, oh, they've only done this at the beginning. And then I was like, oh, halfway down a certain route and another animation occurred. But already at the beginning, in the intro, it was like blown away. So having them also amidst the game when you trigger something, that absolutely blew my mind. And I thought that was just incredible. It obviously adds for me because I like stories to the storytelling of what's going on, you know. So really incredible. Absolutely. Well, you you were talking about combat. I don't think that's really the main focus of the game, no. ex- except 
It's a gated exploration. So. Except uh, when uh, you you encounter some bigger enemy. No. Can we talk about them? Uh, yeah. Yes. Right. A bit, well, we can say that there are bosses in the game, at least. And uh, that's where you really have to fight. Not so much on the platforms, but on the bosses. Um, the bosses' areas are such that once you have a boss encounter, well, you can't get out until you defeat the boss. Mm-hmm. So you can't just run away. No. And, uh, but even then, I think that uh, maybe the first boss that I have encountered was a lot about fighting. But then the next ones were less about fighting and more about thinking. I yeah, had but to it really... also depends on what item you take. If you don't have a weapon, <laughs> there's a boss where you don't have the weapon. Yeah, so that's true. So then you have to figure out how to damage it or maybe yeah. flee away or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I also got in that situation, not sure if I, if I had to, meaning if... Uh, there was no other way to get to the boss and maybe keep the weapon but lose another item instead. But uh, I did have a boss fight without the weapon, so I had to think about how to defeat it in another way. Yeah, but uh, anyway, that, that's uh, the, the boss's fight are the real combat part of the game, in my opinion. True, and it's mm. also quite difficult. Uh, you have to retry and retry and the fun thing is those bosses also uh, have character they also yes. talk to you and every time when you die they say something different to you and that like yeah that was so funny and one, one of these guys is really insulting you of failing yes, every yes. time and he, <laughs> that's so and, cool at one point he said okay now I'm going to turn on easy mode for you yes. something like yeah. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if it actually changed but uh, <laughs> it was really fun uh, as well yeah no it's really well done really, especially that combat but let's say it as well that every boss that I've encountered up to now is different from the previous it's not like you know you go in there's a boss and you have to shoot shoot the boss and that's it every of course you do but the creativity behind the bosses is amazing like they're all they all have different ways to uh, to kill them and they present themselves in a different way they they pursue you in a different way some of them flee halfway through the um through the fight and then you're like what and then <laughs> in one you get rescued some somewhat i won't go too much into the either, but, but it's just wow so different so different yeah. and so so non-repetitive so fresh Absolutely. yeah we're so we are really gushing about this game it's well but yeah there, there's so little flaws i guess uh it, it's crazy and yeah and there, there's there's a lot of items in this game and uh, there's even mini games to be found but we'll talk about that later in the spoiler after the spoiler break because those are quite fun as well well you've got an inventory as well in the management screen so mm. you've got all your inventory so you can see uh, all your weapons and then uh, you have several several things um so besides your weapons and your jetpack that you can see when actually you go through the stove and then it gets taken it says taken then you have the mods for your weapons as well you have the extra weapons that get let's say automatically uh, equipped in certain circumstances and then you get lots of collectibles that then you know um, again i don't know if this is part of spoilers but you know there's some biscuits you have to uh, go and fetch there's um, some items that people ask you to uh, to bring to them and there's some 
strange fruit that you need to collect and parts and parts of, you know, uh, spaceship, other parts, quest parts. And you, it's a very big inventory. And then there's something you'll find probably, yeah, in fact, this is part of the quest line. If you, if you talk to some NPC, there's some cassettes as well that you can find around and you can play later on. So oh, there's, and there's, inside that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you just focus I, on the main game. I, I, I found a lot of cassettes, but not where to play them. So right, uh, yeah. Sometimes an NPC, if you do something for them, they'll give you a gift, and then you can open the gift. There's that as well. It's nuts, this game. So you can open the gift, and inside there's something. And you're like, oh, what's this? There's secret areas in the levels as well. I don't know if you ever encountered them, but you jump in a wall and you start walking and you're like, what? Oh, you have hidden uh, like uh, false walls uh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, all that sort of thing um, in there. And, and then obviously always in this management screen, you've got all your task manager sort of stuff. In fact, you said it before to me, we do privately. I think this is sort of a PDA sort of uh, idea. I don't know if that's real or not, but it looks like it. Um, yeah. Yes, um, that's about all that's that's contained there, uh, and yeah, lots of stuff to find, lots of stuff to, to collect uh, for completionists. Like uh, I don't know, yeah, we do. You're a hundred percenter, so there you go. Yeah, I'm I'm searching high and low everywhere already. We, yeah. For example, on the map you see those hearts of uh, there's like uh, fooled hearts, like full hearts and uh, infilled yeah. hearts. Yeah, and the infilled hearts are the the uh, people you not friends yet with and the, mm -hmm. the full hearts are the, your friends and it's really cool to try to get every friend on every planet and uh, yeah I'm definitely pursuing them but some missions are pretty hard a lot of collectibles to be found to, to get uh, befriended with some people <laughs> some people are hard to be friends with <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of them are really funny as well. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I was going to also ask you this question. On the mini-map, you have a percentage that is the completion of how much you've discovered of that map. Right. Um, I'm just wondering, when you get an extra ability, does that percentage go down and then you have to uh, do it again? Or is it global? You know what I mean? I no, think it's it, global. It's global, yeah. It's global. So if there's no static TV uh, effect on your map anymore then you discovered everything so uh yeah but still sometimes i think even if i 100 percented the map that there's still maybe collectibles around i didn't find yet but i'm not sure about it yeah and have you got all the chests i i really struggle to get the chests yeah, difficult. those are the most difficult but they're totally optional as well yeah that's for I, I think i got one and it had a giant diamond in yeah, that's that's my that's what happened to me. So that's yeah. only some currency. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So yeah, for, uh, up to now, you can you can already tell the scope of this game is just incredible. Like uh, how many things there are inside, and the mini games that we'll get into uh, in the spoiler section are also, absolutely amazing. I want to say it's also really like the gameplay is really dense. There's but there's always something new to explore, to do, and, and things that happen. So, and also a lot of variety in gameplay. We only explained a little of the, uh, the gameplay, but there's so many different things you can do in this game. I, uh, without spoiling yeah. stuff, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Have, I have yeah. to say this before we 
go through the spoiler break. Yeah. Okay, so I think we talked about how big and how complex and how incredibly crafted this game is. I think if we need to go now a bit more on the generic sort of side of things and talk about, you know, graphics, if what what are your feelings uh, for the graphics and, uh, you know, what would you highlight if you can highlight it in this section? Um, what, you know, what are your thoughts? Well, I can speak from the, let's say, non-technical side of things because I don't have much experience with the many Game Boy Advance games. I, I will leave Widow, the expert, to tell us where this game stands compared to the standard. But at least the look of it, I, I thought it was immediately very captivating. As you said, uh, there's cartoonish characters, not just cartoonish, I think they're pretty wacky altogether because they are all different in a, yeah, yeah. In a completely nonsensical way. Um, but mm, I also found immediately some familiarity in the graphics, the early critters that you find in the game immediately reminded me of Commander Keen games. Oh, okay. The slugs in yeah. Commander Keen, even though these are not slugs, they are other alien critters, but their eyes, their bulging eyes, like squinted a little bit. They reminded me of those Commander Keen <laughs> critters, the snails. And uh, so, from that point of view, I can only say that uh, it exceeded my expectations. It looks technically flawless, graphically, and the animation and the controls as well. But how how do you feel? Uh, how does it compare to the typical Game Boy Advance games in general? Honestly, it compares with the very best. Uh, Created by Nintendo, it's like if you co you can compare it with Wario Land Four or um, uh, Metroid Zero Mission stuff like that. But even I think this even gets above that because the 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 richness in animations. There's so many different animations, and also the walking animations is really, um, really uh, expressive. Everything is so uh, detailed, animated. I don't know. Everything moves. It's it's really beautiful. Uh, not in an annoying way, but it's just like the movement is not annoying. But it's, yeah, it's just like a living world. And uh, I think it, it compares with the best uh, the Game Boy ever seen. Uh, so, uh, like I said, uh, I, I couldn't even believe that I was playing a Game Boy uh, game all, most of the time. It's it's that good, um, yeah. Uh, crazy that I can do this nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I think this car is thirty-two megs. So I think he, uh, the author, did tell me that they maxed out the the space available on the cart. So you can tell, uh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but yeah, like, like I said, the death animations. If you if you die, there's a lot of difference. If you fall in the toxic waste, then you see like a skeleton. Uh, going down or if you just fall into the spikes you see all parts flying off you and you yeah, yeah, fly yeah. off the screen and it's really fun to see all those animations it's yeah it's, it's yeah. just yeah it's just amazing 
I had on the Game Boy Advanced a couple of games. One was Super Mario World, I think it was, or gosh, Super Mario 2 or something like that. I don't remember right now because it was eons ago and I haven't played it. But this blows that out of the water any time for me. Like the, 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 so, I mean, I don't know if that's a reference game, but uh, for me, this is so much better than anything that I've played previously on the Game Boy Advance, but I don't have the, the experience that you have, Guido, on handhelds at all. However, there's so much polish in the graphics, the attention to details on everything, as you said. Uh, so even for me, you know, the, the main character himself wags his tail like a dog. And when you jump as well, it's also wagging. He's got his tongue out time so that's also wagging around <laughs> yeah th there's little touches on animations like uh you know when you when you kill an enemy it spawns some gems sometimes well the first time at least and then these gems just come to you like like they're magnet magnetically attracted to you i think that's lovely touch um then there's all that sort of uh i think um ux i call that's what i was saying before that i i don't know i i would put it in in the graphics section, because there's not a UX section, but <laughs> like when you flip a switch, it shows you, oh, it's open this, it's open that. Or sometimes you don't see, but most of the times it shows you what it does. And uh, so you get a hint on what to do. The in-between animation scenes are absolutely gorgeous and just set the tone for, for the game for me. It just makes you, as you said, zone in even more the game and makes you, it makes, if it's even possible in a platformer game, uh, make it immersive. <laughs> so True, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's incredible. The portrait animations we talked about before as well, amazing, like uh, one character crying, and they the time they must have spent to do that. And then, obviously, the boss design is absolutely phenomenal. Like, oh, the boss design, uh, I mean, I can't talk about it in, in, in detail here. We'll do it after as a spoiler, but gosh, every boss that I've encountered was beautiful. Some of them are really big sprites as well. I'd, yeah, I'm, there, I know. there were some that didn't even fit the screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that, that particular one I think you're talking about is just so beautiful how they've done it and the indication there, you know, there's some, there's some UX there, sort of, you know, you're saying, oh, he's, you know, there's an indication of what to do, sort of, let's say. I'm just leaving it at that. And even that, so well, well done. The explosions, also in the be very beginning when they put the, your ship together. And you've got all the spare parts, and the screen goes all black. And tra -tra 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 -tra, they do all the, <laughs> they kind of mend it all. It's really beautiful. Then I encountered at some point, or should I say that, a special level which you guys was like, oh, you need this thing to do it, and that was like, oh, that's really beautiful. But then they did all that, and I'll, I know it doesn't. It's not clear to the uh, to the listeners probably, but I'll explain later. But you need a you need a an item. But even without the item, they designed the level anyways. Instead of saying you can't go in, I went in and the level was bizarre. It was different. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, there's yeah, literally so much stuff to talk about as well in graphics. That it's, um, everything is absolutely cured to perfection. Like even the, um, the achievements when you have them, uh, they come from doing even, you know, as I said before, side quests, but even random stuff that happens to you, you get an achievement sort of thing. And even that's got graphics in it and it's also well-drawn, pixel art, really cool. Uh, the PDA part is pretty cool. The background and graphics really cool. <laughs> it's, uh, well, well, I don't know. The, the, the sparkle on the gun, you know, all that sort of attention to detail is just 
oozing everywhere and it's just oh, for me Absolutely. a joy for me a joy to to look at and that's uh and what do how, you think about the music and diego is more the su the subject matter i expert love here. the tunes i love the tunes really really nice all of them again because i don't know how they compare with the usual technical levels but here i'm just talking about the musical content itself it seemed like different planets have a different vibe or general little bit yeah and also every gate you pass and you you lose one ability the music also changes so yeah yes. and so that's also cool but but the game boy advance is known for the really compressed music so um uh, it's it's yeah most games do sound really compressed uh what do you mean compressed i don't understand like, like a high compression like a high compression like, mp3 like, mp3 yeah. sound uh, so yeah. uh there is a little of this but it's not not really noticeable i think the mm. the musical fidelity in this game is quite is just quite good for a game boy advance but the tunes itself is, uh, are really nice as well, uh, for me at least. Uh, yeah, I, I really like it. What was your favorite? I think mine was the jungle planet. I've, yeah, yeah, I, I wanted to say the same. All right, okay. It really fits the theme as well, and it's also seamless how it changes. There are locations where you might activate something that. Um, kinds of uh, adds drama to the situation but then mm. it, uh, it it lasts uh, until a certain point and then you go back to the previous without spoiling too much and uh, it's very seamless how the music changes at that point it kind of speeds up and or becomes more dramatic but seamlessly and mm. then when it, the effect ends it goes back there's no like uh, uh, a gap in between not that i can hear so it's very very well done in my opinion absolutely yeah um for me the same so i i, I enjoyed the tunes but i was so zoned in that i yeah i don't remember them but i did pay attention at a certain point and i put them on and i was like oh i really like them but i i can't remember them however <laughs> i paid attention to another aspect which are the sound effects which are really great as well yeah, like how the gun <laughs> fires and tinkers. I found it quite funny, to be honest, the, the sound of the gun. And and the sound of the dog jumping is very bizarre. It's like a rubber <laughs> duck. It goes meep, meep, like that. <laughs> There's all these choices they've made that are really unique. And I have no idea how they came up with this. It's just, just but for the, me, The sound really effects good. really fit in with the art style as well the cartoonish uh, sound of course effect. it does yeah yeah of course it does of course it does and yeah in a way that um, hard to believe this is a homebrew product and the voices of the characters when they speak their own oh languages yes. yeah the, the simlish uh, stuff yeah. yeah it's all it's all like really well crafted i think um so We've spoken up to now about uh, some objective sort of um, things such as you know, graphics as well and music and uh, sound effects, which are really, really great. 
Um, but we mentioned as well that we we poured a lot of hours in, so the, the game is very big. And uh, did we pour a lot of hours in because it was difficult, or or did you find it difficult, or did you actually you know breeze through it? But then you know you, you were mentioning that you got lost a couple of times. But was the combat difficult? Did you find anything that you know frustrated you that ways? I went constantly back and forth between frustration and uh, joy. <laughs> so to speak. Because yes, especially at the beginning, it took me a few hours to really kind of get into the mind of the author and starting to follow the flow of the levels um, better. Yeah. So in the early hours, I was really repeating the same path too many times and not getting what I should do. And that was certainly yeah. frustrating. Or I got lost in the map and not knowing, okay, now how do I go back to the ship and try the other path? And the warping map really confused me. So sometimes I thought, well, I, I keep going down and I still think I've been <laughs> here before and I can't find the exit. And uh, but it, but after a few after a few planets, I sort of learned to think maybe more like the designer and avoid getting lost that easily. And uh, and then of course when you when I figured out what was the the thing I didn't notice or the or the platform I was missing, or the jump I wasn't trying to do, things like that. Of course, there was always that epiphany moment when it really feels good. That, ah, now I finally got it. And more or less the same with the bosses. After the first one, that at least the first one I encountered, it was a little bit more straightforward than all the others. Uh, the others always always felt like, oh no, not another boss. <laughs> I'm going to have to like bang my head against the wall before I figure out what's the gist of this boss, what's the way to beat this boss, because I knew that uh, shooting wasn't just the way to do it. And uh, I ended up repeating some bosses like 20 times, to be honest, and like felt the rage quitting feeling growing. <laughs> am I gonna Am I going <laughs> to rage quit this game now? But then when you figure out, it's, it, it really feels good. Yeah. I, I honestly, the, the bosses were, I think, the most difficult part of the game. I, I have to admit it. But uh, I think the first boss I had the most trouble with, uh, which was the pure action shooting boss. And later on, I, all the other more puzzly bosses are, were more easy for me, uh, I think. So, of course, I have to, had to try them maybe five or six times. But if you learn the patterns and learn how to avoid stuff or how to damage the boss or stuff like that, then it was quite doable. But like you said, the, the getting lost was definitely a problem for me as well, especially in the beginning. If you don't know that everything wraps around, <laughs> then you, it's so confusing. But, uh, and also, you have to learn to how to read that map yes that's the difficult part yeah for me as well <laughs> it's it's quite unconventional map as well i think it's maybe a bit fake i don't know it's you have to really learn how how, how to navigate and and that's like the first five hours of the game or something 
<laughs> but there you have to, those troubles, maybe. But what about platforming and combat? Does, does, did those pose any difficulties for you guys? No, not really. For me, no. The, 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 the combat for the regular enemies, absolutely not. They are really easy, I think. Mm. It's just shoot them three times and they're, they're gone. Um, the, the platforming, yeah, you have to get used to the jetpack thing, jump. But other than that, no, I think it was I think, quite solid. I think there were a few places here and there where maybe the critters were in a too small place and it was a little bit difficult to shoot them many times before they would jump on you one, one more time, especially if you had to give up the shield. But generally speaking, I agree that it's not really challenging, that part. But it's also not the main focus of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, it's the same. The boss is the same. Like, um, I think the game is always extremely well balanced in in difficulty for me. Uh, It's always fair. So if you you mess up, it's your fault. Like, uh, it really is. And the, the boss you're talking about, same. I had to understand the patterns, so oh, again, spoiler thing, but I can't say, but it, it seems really difficult, so I'm like, oh my god, how am I going to avoid this, oh, and then all of a sudden, you just realize, oh yeah, I just need to do this, da, 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 and you just really, pretty simple movements, and, you, and done, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was so simple, but if you don't know it, it can really, if you don't identify the pattern, it's just really hard, but then... As soon as you identify the pattern, it becomes, I wouldn't say a walk in the park, but it's much, much easier and very doable. Uh, even though they say the so-called more difficult boss. And, and, say, and, and rewarding when you beat them. It is very rewarding, I think, when you beat them. And I love the fact that the bosses, uh, yeah, they take the mick out of you because you're not good enough. That's so <laughs> funny as well. That was, that was really hilarious. For the combat, yes, I, I found myself in some weird spots because I didn't really understand I could do that jump, but I don't know if that's a my flaw. I think it's more my flaw rather than the game's problem. And then, yeah, some, sometimes the, the enemies would end up in some weird places and you'd have to be more creative in how you, sh- you shot them. Uh, for example, there was an occasion where they stopped in between two ledges and there were two of them for some reason. And, but then I just remembered, oh, well, I can, you know, I can jump and shoot downwards and I can still kill them. So it's still, still managed to do it. So again, not, not so much difficult. There's, there's so mon- many checkpoints in this game that yeah. uh, you, when you die, you get set back maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. like five, five seconds before you died. So it's, it's usually fine. Yeah, yeah, it's always fine. So yeah, not... I don't think it was overly difficult. I think it was very fair game. Uh, and up to now, I'm enjoying it a lot, let's say. Okay, I think we're kind of um, approaching the end. Uh, would you play this again and again and again? Sure, definitely. I do feel uh, somehow amused by the idea of completing all those, let's say, to collect all the items, finish all the quests. But there's so many levels of them. There's the friends to, to be friend, the friends card to collect, so to speak. And uh, the quest, of course. So it, it, it 
it's very likely I would never finish it, but I would like to keep playing it as much as possible to discover all these mechanics at least, because and the surprises at least, because that's the of course the part that kept me wanting to play for more. Yeah, uh, I think you can beat the main storyline with uh, all those extra optional collectibles. They're probably maybe out of your reach. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I am 10 hours in and I, it, my counter is 50%. So <laughs> it takes probably 20, 20 hours or something to beat this game, if, that, uh, if that's correct, the, the statistics. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. But I also feel that I maybe unlocked every planet already. So maybe I'm also, okay. like for the main quest, maybe it's you only need maybe 70%. I don't know. I'm just saying... Numbers now. What, what does numbers. happen usually in these gated exploration game when you finish the main storyline? Can you keep playing anyway and find the collectibles you have missed, or do you have to start over again? Or no, for example, if you uh, take Metroid, for example, you just can load your game and you load the game before the last boss. But you can always walk, walk back where you are, and you can just okay, okay. Explore well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't really finish. That's what I was asking. Well, but maybe I, this is different because it's an exceptional game, so it maybe <laughs> has got something weird at the end. Yeah, Who but knows? if you finish it, then you can still load your game, and then you go can go back to get all the items. So that's that's at least how a Metroid game works. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. A lot, a lot of things to do. A lot of things to do in this game. I think this game has achi- these sort of achievements, like what achievements, collectibles, as you call them. It's, um, it's bizarre because, you know, I've seen achievements on the Xbox 360 and other consoles, and I've never been, um, I, I never go after them because there's too many and they're really bizarre ones to, you know, to do and too difficult. But these particular ones seem that they're reachable to me. Seems that I can do them. It's not like, you know, or you have to defeat the boss in two seconds. And they're like, oh my God, I'm never going to do that. But they seem, they seem all like things that I can achieve. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> well, the, for example, those fruits you have to collect, there are many of them. So <laughs> and yeah. Some are in really hard to reach places. So uh, I don't know if I'm uh, going to, to achieve that uh, anytime soon. But uh, I'm still uh, liking it and I'm still want to explore everything so yeah it can maybe get annoying when you go through that same section of the game for the hundredth time i don't know but for now i'm still enjoying everything any other cons that you can think about uh (laughs) no i don't think so yeah only thing yeah the 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 getting lost thing because diego said it's only in the in the start of the game but i'm now farther in the game and I got the same, uh, the, the, some levels get more complex, I think. Mm. And yeah. uh, uh, more places where you, there's points of no return. So if you missed some item in certain sections, you have to repeat it a lot. And uh, it also gets a little bit more difficult. So that could be pissing people off i guess <laughs> i understand yeah the, the, yeah, re- yeah. the repetition of of segments maybe sometimes i think couldn't the developer 
made a sign with an arrow here somewhere or something or like like a sign to go here to get this item or mm. something just yeah, but it's that, that's not more. That's not gated exploration. It's, it's gated. Show me where to go. <laughs> true, but sometimes that's maybe also a part of the screen real estate, you, the resolution of the screen, that you sometimes just don't see where to go. For example, if you press the button, you not always see immediately what gate opened with that button. For some, for example, because the resolution is of course small because the re the resolution of the, mm. the and you can't look around or you actually said there's probably an option to look around a little, but sometimes you just don't see where to go and uh, and that could be a problem and maybe the if it has a switch port the screen resolution is also higher I don't know for sure it is a different version so maybe that could make navigation a little bit more easy. Yeah, maybe you're right. So yeah, for me, it's, it's about the same. So I, I, I struggled in the beginning with the, with the loops. I didn't understand the map. But once I got into, as Diego said, the, the mindset, I, I, I could navigate them quite easily and I could get out. One thing I noticed that I, I found myself a bit perplexed in looking at was the inventory. So for example, when you use an item in the inventory, it stays there. And it doesn't go away. So now I'm used to, you know, all the adventure games. And I don't know if it's the same in, in other gated explorations things, but when you use a, an item, it goes away from the inventory. Here it stays there and it says used or taken or whatever. Yeah, there's a little check mark. Yeah, but it, it I don't know, it cluttered my inventory and I thought, well, maybe I have another use for it. I haven't given it, uh, you know, I, I didn't know. So there's some items you give to NPCs, but they stay sort of in your inventory anyways. And it says used. Uh, I think that's right. Mm. So that I found a bit confusing. Uh, and then... I well, that's right. But uh, in, in this game, however, you don't have to specifically choose to use an item. Once yeah. you have it, you talk to the right person. And if you have it, it just works. So it's not like point and click that you have an inventory and you have to look at the inventory. I'll try to use this item with this character. You don't have to. So it's more like just to keep track of how much you have discovered the game. Yeah, and I think the game also treats all the objects you can find as collectibles because they, it also says like you have 100 or 300 items or something like oh that. Oh God, huh? everything... Yeah, uh, well, that, that, that's interesting. I, I just, um, I think for me, I was trying to equip some of the things that I found around and I said, maybe I can use this. But uh, and so I, I noticed there was all these items. I was like, oh, can I still use them? Can I not use them? And then a couple of niggles. But the reality is that then when I actually, this was very the early stages of the game. So I didn't really understand properly. So I thought it would be a good idea to jump down, but I didn't understand that that would have broken all the... <laughs> all the levels of so thinking oh why can't i jump down in every game i can jump down but then in reality if you, if you can jump down then you break all the game mechanics so i can understand oh, you mean if you're on a platform a small yes. platform yeah, a yeah, thin, yeah, yeah yeah a thin platform you can't go down that platform yeah yeah, yeah. it's only only one way uh, and yeah that's because of the looping mechanic that you go through that level in a loop you can go back a lot of the times yeah, 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 totally. So I understood that later on. And then because I had the technical difficulties, 
I had to see animated scenes more over and over and I couldn't skip them. So I thought, oh, I wish I could press a button to skip these. So these are like really, really minor niggles that probably no one will encounter. And especially the jumping down one doesn't make any sense. But I did realize that <laughs> later on. So that's to, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. So incredibly like, you know, I can't say even it was a boring game or anything. I, in fact, I started to play this game and I thought, oh, this is one of Weedo's games that he likes. I wonder if I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am six hours in and I'm still wanting to go back. And I think... Uh, and you even only... ordered a physical copy of the game. I ordered, yeah, it's the only game I've ordered a physical copy of. Like, uh, so it must mean something. It must mean something. Absolutely. So what's your verdict, uh, Diego? All right. On a scale of one to 10, I would say nine and that missing point is for the frustration at the beginning and at the boss levels that still persists somehow that's the only reason why i wouldn't give it a 10 but on a technical level it is a 10 game in my opinion but what hang on a minute but what if in the manual they wrote that the world wraps around and you know well that's a, that's a good point in fact we didn't have a manual and i was wondering sometimes when you figure something out that it seemed obvious but i hadn't thought about it and uh, i was wondering if uh, it was going to be written in the manual that would have probably helped a lot but i i don't know i don't know if there is going to be a manual probably yes and yes what's yes. going yes in yes how about you uh for me well <laughs> uh it's hard to give a ten, uh, game a 10, so <laughs> I, I guess I give it a 9.8. No decimals, what will you choose? <laughs> <laughs> no decimals. <laughs> Are you making the rules? <laughs> Nine and a smile. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's just, yeah, for me, it's a perfect game, um, except of the minor frustration of looping. Yeah, it's just part of the de design, so. It's not the fault of the designer, I think, of the of the game designer, but it's just maybe a bit frustrating part of the game itself or something. I don't know. I don't know how they, they would fix this, but it's just like repeating the section all over. Well, that that yeah, that, that could be annoying for Yeah, but you don't yeah, well I don't it know. Annoys, how we can it annoys say, me oh. a little. It, Mm. It annoys me a little, and I think there's people around which annoys it a lot for. So, but yeah, so it's it's not perfect, but uh, almost. <laughs> Let's say that. Yeah. yeah and you, yeah, Eddie? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, for me, I mean, so, yeah, my God. So, we've played a lot of games this year, yeah, and this is easily one of the best i've ever played as a you know new game for an old flame so yeah um for me it's right up there in the top three this one for for this year at least let's say i, I would i would definitely put this as a potential candidate let's say it's you know for me the graphics and uh, the animation the storytelling the platform everything is absolutely nuts and as soon as you get into the realm of the mini games that's it mind blown i mean we'll talk about it later but gosh this game is absolutely stunning amazing creative and well put together and gosh two people <laughs> it's incredible 
and I mean, it's not even got like a budget of a AAA. I know AAA games, but you know what I mean. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it it got a lot of funding, but it's not a million pounds. It's a uh, two hundred thousand, and look what they did with it. It's absolutely incredible for me. So I can't give it a vote. No, no game gets a ten, but I go like with that yourself. If we're using decimals, I go nine dot eight. And also, I found myself frustrated, but towards the end. Even if I get frustrated, I don't get frustrated with the game. I get frustrated with myself because I'm like, oh, I've done it again. I've done the loop. I, uh, I got the wrong exit. Where is the exit? And I haven't seen it. So in the beginning, it was like you. I got frustrated. Like, oh, it's not clear enough. It's not clear enough. But then now I put it on me. So I removed that sort of frustration as well. But everything about this game uses, uses quality and uh, incredible design and how, in fact, I asked the, the guy, but you surely you have a background in game design because you can't have done this like out of the blue. It's too, it's too well crafted. It's too well crafted. So, yeah, that's my, that's my opinion in regards to this game. And definitely, definitely one that I, you know, the, uh, probably for me, the only one that I recommend buying. I'm sorry. For the, <laughs> no, for me, I, I, yeah, I bought this because I was just completely blown away. So, um, means something to me nice great well, <laughs> i'm happy you everybody really loves this game that there's no uh, that we have like a the same uh verdict the same feeling yeah and it's a handheld game platformer and uh, what's a gated exploration so who would have thought and i actually <laughs> got it it's nuts nuts well done rick and jeremy well done incredible Okay, so what do we do? We've never done this before, so we say goodbye and then do the spoilers. Yes, let's do that. After the song. After the song, stay tuned in. So we're going to close this episode now and you keep on listening. After the music, you'll have a spoiler session. Yeah, the spoilers is... Also, we also only are 50% in the game, so it's not spoiling the whole game. It's only spoiling some mechanics. Yeah. Okay, guys, so if you want to say goodbye now, then we'll say goodbye. And if you want to tune in later, do so. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Have fun. Bye-bye. Now we're in the spoiler section. Ta-da-ta-da. <laughs> Spoilers. What did you like most? Go, go. <laughs> well, I'm not n- nearly as far as you. I'm not at 50%. I think last time I checked, I was 35% only. Maybe now I might be a bit more, but I didn't really pay attention. But for me, um, what I would, what I would uh, spoil about maybe is the mini games. Because uh, those were a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting such a thing in the game. And uh, it's also another thing that reminded me a little bit of uh, Commander Keen. Uh, you, you have played Commander Keen back yeah, in the I 90s, re- I, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember, least, but. Yeah, the, the most famous one, I think, was Commander Keen 4, because it, it was also shareware at that time. So probably a lot of people had it. And it also had this mini game in it. Very, very little. Uh, was it kind of Pong type of game? 
that you would play on the main character's own uh, wristwatch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember. It's been ages since I played Commander Keen. Uh, well, these are w- quite more advanced. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, games. sure. But it would be good to know. I would like to ask the the authors of this game if they had taken some inspiration from Commander Keen or from other games. Anyway, the mini games were really a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting them. Should I spoil maybe one of them? Just yeah, one. Let's just sure. do one. Yeah. We're in the spoiler section, so we yeah, can. <laughs> but only one, only one. So the the fishing game probably was uh, the, the most fun for me. It's a very, very simple game indeed, but uh, I, it was probably the least least kind of game I would expect as a as a mini game there. And uh, if you find it, it it's actually more challenging than I thought. At the beginning, it's really, really easy. It's basically uh, just a matter of letting your the fishing line, the hook, actually. Is uh, it just called hook? Yeah. yeah. So you just throw it in the water and control it a little bit in four directions and try to catch a fish. And the first fishes are easy, but then it gets... Um, a little more tricky. You kind of have to uh, navigate around uh, junk that you should not catch, and it can make you lose the fish. So, right, let's not go too much into the details of uh, how to beat it, but uh, the last few fishes were much harder than the first for me. There was a, a pretty good, pretty cool, good challenge curve over there. Starts very easy, and I thought oh, I would finish it in like five minutes, and it took me maybe twenty minutes to to get them all. It wasn't that easy, but it's it's fun that you when you catch the fish, you have to press A, uh, you tap it uh, fastly, and then when it get almost gets up, you get the view of uh, uh, the, the main character sitting on the dock or something, and yes. Yeah. And and you have to control him so he doesn't fall off when uh, when, when he's pulling the fish up when yeah. he's uh, yeah, pulling yeah. the fish in and it's all really nicely animated. It's not it doesn't look like the game like in game graphics. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all, all newly drawn, all different graphics uh, for A just this different game. game. Yeah, yeah, you can you can tell it's the same character, of course, but yeah, it, it's uh, in itself worth being uh, another game of its own. If in it, a sense, maybe simple a bit, one, but it, yeah, twenty minutes. So maybe if it's a little bit more fleshed out, it could be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's uh, it's gorgeously ex- executed like that. There's um on that level, it's not just you know you, you're fishing. There's a guy who's also talking to you. And yeah, that guy's yeah. playing a game, and also this guy's like, "Oh, you're fishing? Oh, well, you know, you're useless." And then you go, <laughs> and the more you fish, the more remarks he gives you about his dad, his fam, whatever. It's so funny. And I thought that was brilliant as well, like all that interaction that was happening there. And yeah, just for a mini game. Yeah, and also it's quite hidden. I, I couldn't find it uh, without your help, <laughs> but this uh, mini game. So it's also just like a whole new thing just hidden in this game. And there's quite a few uh, that we heard from the developer, but uh, I haven't experienced more. So... Uh, yeah, I'm I've forward. experienced another one, but I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah. did, did you finish them all anyway? I mean, did you catch all the different types I of caught, fish? I caught all the fish. 
<laughs> I uh, got 50% because I just played 10 minutes before recording this show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I had okay. to stop playing. <laughs> but and actually, did you find uh, it easy or difficult? Because I like went easily until uh, I think uh, are they 12 if I remember right. Mm. Well, the last two were a lot more challenging than all the previous. The first yeah. ones are super easy, then a little more challenging, but the last two I had to try many times because, you yeah. know, they're deeper down. Yeah, and you've got more chance to, to get some of the debris or the... Or the yeah, or and I also cans. think they're stronger. You have to yeah. press faster to, to keep them on the line, otherwise they just uh, run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they pull you more, they pull yeah, you, you need... harder in, in each direction, so... Yeah, so you, you tend to want to fall down, not fall down, you, you, you're more prone to falling down off the ledge where you're sitting to fish. Yeah, I, I, I did fall down a few times, in fact. Oh, <laughs> because I, Because oh, I got no. used to the first ones and it seems like, oh, well, that's very easy. Plof. And then <laughs> the, the, the second last took me at least five minutes to get it and then another five minutes for the for the very last one it was strong it was far and uh and well we could say well we are spoiling it so we could say that uh, the the second part of the fishes to catch them requires you to first catch a smaller fish and use it as a bait for the bigger fish otherwise the bigger fish wouldn't just get the basic bait so it's more complicated and these fish are also quite nicely designed and if you catch yeah, them there's yes. also a nice ux uh, uh thing with the description of the fish it's it's so detailed again yes it's it's, it's incredible funny it's name incredible. and yeah 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 but also i don't know if you noticed in some characters they're, they're also very creative in uh, how they drawn the npcs there's one npc that's got eyes that go horizontal no sorry vertically got yeah two eyes like that <laughs> it's like what that was so cool yeah what did you like especially reader well for me it's it's the continuously this game gives you things to refresh the gameplay for example if you get get a little bit farther in the game you get for example the teleport gun oh okay i think uh, Diego already has it right yeah yeah i found it too uh this there's like everywhere in in the game there's sort of sort of statues uh, with a sort of little orb on it, electric orb, and you can warp to those points. So if you have the teleportation gun, you can shoot on those statue things, and then you um, can teleport to that point. And also everywhere in the levels are mirrors. So you I've can, not seen any yeah. of this, not in the previous levels. Or, or, yeah, yeah, or, they're also in the first, in the first levels. Are the ones that we, when you shoot, they, they reflect the shot? Yes. Yes. Oh. So, yeah, uh, well, that's amazing. This game is just amazing. Come so, on, even that. <laughs> so, There's so, so many you, things. So you can, sometimes you have to, and also there are movable mirrors in this game. So sometimes uh, <laughs> uh, you have to move the mirrors to uh, shoot the, the, right the, the beam correctly and then... It bounces back, and sometimes you have to trap the 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 the, the shot in into in between two mirrors, 
and then you have to figure some puzzle out and uh it's it's wow. kind of crazy it's almost portal like puzzle creativity which i really love as well and wow and there's more abilities i won't spoil which change up the the game totally for me even in the previous levels in the in the first levels which is yeah it, it, that's that's for me it's so good and uh it, it's so it, it just brought a smile on my face every time when i got a new ability and i thought oh i can go back to that level and yeah and do can you, can you spoil new. how many uh gun upgrades did you get i got two more so i got then in total i got four Okay. Four I think I say, uh, don't say anything else because I haven't even reached that level. So I, don't, <laughs> don't. I have three. I have only one. You you have only the blast. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, uh, there's. Uh, we are we are in the spoiler section. We can spoil <laughs> things, right? But I don't want to spoil it for myself now. Is that what I was trying to say as well? I don't want to. Well, you mentioned okay. the teleporter. That's the last one I found so far. Yeah, but it's uh, also on the Kickstarter page, the teleporter. So oh, you see it in okay, the, okay. you see it in the animated GIF or the first GIF you see on the Kickstarter page. You see the teleport gun. So I thought uh, okay. it's not the biggest spoiler ever. So uh, the other one you probably want to say the other one I save. got is the shrink beam or whatever it is called. Yes. No, don't spoil that. Don't spoil that. <laughs> you already <laughs> right, told okay. me. I don't want to know. And you can also use the mirrors on that. And, no, uh, don't, don't. Get oh. creative with it. So I... Oh, I'm going to leave this now. I'm going <laughs> to leave this room. <laughs> You're almost there, Andy. Oh. But Gosh. yeah, it's you can also do creative stuff with that one. It's. it's but I can't wait to, to do what you said because I haven't reached that level. So it's hearing, hearing you talk about it, yeah. that's, oh, I really want to try that. And what Pre- you're saying Perhaps now. we should have mentioned more that uh, this game is very non-linear. So there's many possibilities that some people will find one upgrade before the other or vice versa, depending on where you go. Mm. So uh, well, we're still broadcasting, sort of, you know, the podcast is still going. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. But uh, it, it, that's not really a spoiler. I mean, the nonlinearity no. is uh, maybe a core feature of this game. So um, True. You, you don't have to discover things absolutely in a certain order it can it can go any different ways so maybe for for some people the weapons that i just found after 10 hours of gaming or maybe they found them much much earlier on and they didn't seem that special (laughs) as they seemed to me because i found them only later on no it can happen yeah 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 so I give you my my two cents of this is really boils down to variety. So usually I play a game and then I start see t- seeing the seams of the game, the patterns, and okay. But this game just keeps on changing everything continuously. So okay, you got a new ability. Oh, you do this. Oh, okay. So you 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 try this new ability. You reach new places to go. It's not the same mechanics. You got new NPCs. Then all of a sudden, oh, you find an NPC and you're like going, oh, use this leaf and have this uh, wonderful time with this leaf. And you've got a level that's, you just need to like drive this leaf around and you're going really quickly. Uh, Okay, okay, that's different. Then you reach the boss. First boss, okay. Good boss. Uh, Normal, sort of normal boss, but 
even as a normal boss, hilarious and uh, and not so hard and uh, well done and with charisma. Then next boss, I thought, oh, next boss, next boss, completely different. We've got these bears. <laughs> and what was that? That completely changed everything. And then I, I beat the, the, I didn't even finish the battle and they went away. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's fine. And that was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 was, I was like de- uh, depleting their health bar and I saw like a lot, a lot of health left. And I said, I thought by myself, like, this is going to take ages. Yeah, yeah, I had the same feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and then like three hits and then they were like, okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> this is getting yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was one of my near rage quit moment when I, I thought I'm never going to make it. No, no way no. I'm going to be think, able to, uh, to take them all their uh, life away. <laughs> No, no, you're right. You're right. And then, and then I think uh, yes. And then you get the drill. I got the drill afterwards. The one yeah, that goes yeah. down. That was oh, my favorite. And that again. Oh, I was what an, a completely different boss once again. And that was magnificent. The core beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know when it when it gives you the ray, and I thought, well, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, the three arrows appear. Oh, it's going over here. It tells me. And I was like, oh, this is brilliant how they did this. It's incredible. So I, I knew what it was doing. So it t- took me a couple of attempts. Then you go to the end and then, okay, this, uh, the race stops or something. I don't remember, but I've, I literally just done it uh, probably an hour, two hours ago. And then this guy came, he comes into the rescue with a, <laughs> it's like, what? it's such, everything just keeps changing and it just keeps me very focused and entertained in a way that a video game has not done for a long time. So Really incredible stuff. For yeah, me, like I say, brilliant. this continues on <laughs> the whole game for me uh, until now, yeah. I, uh, until the point I am. So, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's quite amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, yeah. I I kind of want to stop podcasting now at this moment <laughs> and go back to play. Go back to play this game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I you mean, have the same feeling. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I need a break. I've been playing a lot uh, by my standards. So yeah, totally. I, I, I want to finish it, but I'm, I'm going to do it, but I'm, I'm going to wait to do it on the, on the Game Boy Advance because um, I didn't play it on the Game Boy Advance uh, because of, let's say, technical difficulties. Or <laughs> the... So yes, um, I'm going to wait for the physical copy to, to arrive. But yeah, any everything of this game that you squash the enemies, that you you get squashed, or all the different animations. Oh my god, so much, so much, a trove of uh, creativity and and well designed games. Well, I can't believe they designed a game like this. Can't believe still now on the Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just makes you think, doesn't it? It's it's. The gifts that open, it's just oh, it, so much in this game. I mean, if one game of, you, of these retro games is worth £50 or £45, they ask, it's this. Because I can't see how it can have been anywhere any, any better. You know, there's, yeah, there's some little niggles that are you know, negligible, but then it's all, like, incredible. Also, the animations, when he gets on the... On the ship, and he leaves. I like that as well. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's <laughs> the little animation when he when you go in the door, he just jumps in the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's just I, I was like when I saw that animation of that door I was just like doing that 10 times <laughs> <laughs> just want to watch that animation it's just like the four, first thing you do is going into that door and I was like whoa this animation is so cool yeah, anyway yeah. let's stop gushing let's end this show now <laughs> yeah and um, I would advise everyone who gets uh, we really wants to play this game as well First, play the demo. It's a totally different prequel to this game. It's really fun. I I cannot even spoil that I found characters from the demo in this game as well later on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, and they, they recognize me as well, and they say, "Hey, uh, I know you from uh, this other planet." So oh, uh, that's so cool. And, uh, hey, you lost your friend card. I'll give it to you back. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. That's so, so it's yeah, yeah. That's, that's really so cool. cool. So play the demo as well. Uh, and when it releases, you can already pre-order it and, uh, yeah, go play it. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Go play it. Go play it. It's one of them that is worth it. Even on an emulator, just do it, do it right guys. Well, it's the end. Uh, I don't think we're going to repeat the music. However, please, if you like this episode, leave us a review, uh, if you have Apple podcasts or otherwise a rating on Spotify or one of the podcasting apps that you use, that'd be really cool. Thank you very much. Guys, thank you for taking the time to play this game. Been really amazing, and thank you for sharing. All it's been a, a nice time on on Discord as well because we've been just saying, "Oh, what, what's this? What's that?" <laughs> it's just been really collaborative. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, really nice. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Well, bye all. Bye. Great. Bye.